At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Scott Zadenberg, it's the look, it's uh, Visa, the Sports Betting Network, breaking down everything going down a wild card weekend, super wild card weekend. You know, I, I it's hilarious what's like being talked about like all across Twitter and what was in the news today when um, Bart Scott on ESPN made some comments about what Josh Allen should do to help combat the cold. And a couple of things really bothered me about the reactions to Bart Scott's suggestion. Uh, one, in life, not just in a talk show, but in life, just because you have a preconceived notion of something doesn't mean that you should shut out somebody else's opinions. When Bart Scott said that Josh Allen should take Viagra before the game, everyone on the ESPN show just laughed at him. And they wouldn't let him explain his comments and explain why. I got so angry about that. And then I got angry because everyone started tweeting it out and making fun of Bart Scott. When, first of all, Bart Scott's an elite athlete, played in the league for many, many years at a very high level. He is in better physical shape than a lot of people out there. Um, I think he's a little bit more educated than most on what certain things do to the body. And he wasn't making a comment about, you know, fixing ED. No. If you know anything about what those pills do to you, to the body, and how they were even invented, and what it does, it dilates your vessels. It increases nitric oxide. It increases blood flow and circulation throughout your entire body. Yes, with increased... It, the side effects of what the medicine was actually designed for is blood flow. What happens with blood flow? Things happen. But he's not off. You know, a lot of bodybuilders take that stuff before a workout because it delivers oxygen to the muscles. Um, It helps like I said, with circulation and with dilating your vessels and your veins and and 
with that increased blood flow helps not just oxygen getting into your muscles, but also helps deliver key nutrients like nitric oxide, like creatine, like um, you know your branch chain amino acids to actually help you perform. So don't just laugh at the guy for making that suggestion because probably works. The science is there. So that's what went down here on Thursday as everyone wanted to have a laugh at Bart Scott's uh, expense. And I'm sitting here going, don't laugh at him. He's right. But there is the other side of this. Forget about the suggestions. Why there was even a talk about having suggestions is because Josh Allen has not performed well in the cold. At least this is the the um, mist cons- uh, misnomer, if you will. So Josh Allen has played in five career games with a temperature of 32 degrees or below. Um, and in those games, he had 120 yards, zero touchdowns, and three interceptions. 210 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. 208 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. 139 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And 206 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. In cold weather games, his completion rate, which this season was at 63.3%, goes down to 50.3%. His yards per game, which this year was 259.2, goes down to 166.6. He has thrown six touchdowns to seven interceptions in five games. But... What is Josh Allen also very good at? Using his legs. In Buffalo's snowy game in week 17 over the Atlanta Falcons, a game in which uh, he threw for 120 yards and three interceptions, and that's the game that's like, Oh, see how bad he was in the cold? Josh Allen ran for 81 yards and two touchdowns. And the Bills won. In those five games, the Bills went three and two in those cold games. So if you're wondering, okay, He does so bad in the cold because of, look at that game, 120 yards and three interceptions. Yeah, he also rushed for two touchdowns and 81 yards. He won his team the football game. So it's okay, it's going to be cold. But we're not talking about, you know, the, the Brett Favre's record in Lambeau in frigid temperatures and, uh, and how, you know, he's undefeated or whatever. 
No, I'm just saying. He has handled himself. So, okay, he had a bad passing game in the snow. He had a big running game in the snow. I think Josh Allen's legs and his rushing ability is going to be the difference in this game. Last time against the Patriots, in the windy game, we'll talk about that one first, in the windy game, the one where the Patriots had a great game plan, they were not going to throw the football at all, they were just going to run, and Damian Harris broke that touchdown run, great job. Josh Allen was carried the ball six times for 39 yards. And I think some of that even came in the fourth quarter. Because I remember watching that game just screaming at the television. Like, why aren't they just having more designed runs for Josh Allen? Line him up in the shotgun, like a, almost like a, like a wildcat formation, and it's a designed quarterback run. Hat on the hat, 11 on 11 football. And from that moment, Josh Allen... The next week against Tampa Bay, 12 carries, 109 yards, and a touchdown. Then against Carolina, it was a blowout. He didn't need to do anything. Against New England, the next time, 12 carries, 64 yards. Then against Atlanta, 15 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns. Against the Chiefs earlier this year, a big win for Buffalo. 11 carries, 59 yards, and a touchdown. When the Bills need to make a play, it's Josh Allen's legs that are going to be the difference. And in this game, I think that Sean McDermott absolutely has to have, or Brian Dable, who's calling the plays, absolutely has to have designed runs for Josh Allen and let his legs be the difference. And that's why I think the Bills win this game. I really do. You know, I think they match up well with the Patriots. Overall, I think they're better. Um, and, and, and just looking at the two times they played, I mean, that was, was essentially a playoff game the last time these two teams played in Foxborough. So you had the Patriots at home with a chance to lock up the division. And who knows how this thing plays out. At that point, the Patriots, we were talking about the Patriots at that point of the season prior to their game against the Colts, talking about them as the potential number one seed in the AFC. They had won seven straight games after beating the Bills. And were legit being talked about as the number one seed in the AFC. Well, then they lose to the Colts. But even with that loss, they were at home with a chance to solidify their hold on the division. And they get blown out by the Bills. You beat the Jaguars, then you lose to the Dolphins in the final week of the season. This is a team that has lost three of their last four games. They are coming in not in good form at all. Whereas the Buffalo Bills are coming into this winners of four straight games after dropping back-to-back games 
against the Patriots and the Bucks. At first, when, when this line opened up, I said it's, it's Patriots. They're the move. The more I dive into this thing, I can't pick against Buffalo. Now, I don't know about covering. And a teaser is a different story here. But just win or lose, the Bills win and move on. I'm Scott Sadenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts. Scott Sandenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN. We got some breaking news in the tennis world. Uh, Novak Djokovic has actually had his Australian visa canceled for a second time. Australian's immigration minister says that the world's number one faces a likely three year ban from the country. Um, says here Djokovic's lawyers are expected to appeal the cancellation in the federal circuit and family court. And he does face deportation after the government of Australia has revoked his visa. That's just absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. Um, means that the world's number one tennis player not going to be in the Australian Open if this thing holds firm. And that certainly changes things. We will um, we will absolutely get into uh, some of the tennis stuff next week. Gil Alexander will join us on the program. We'll talk about the Aussie Open, but if Novak's not there, that is a huge, um, huge, uh, huge news there. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, let's continue to talk about Super Wild Card Weekend. And, uh, you know, I broke down this Bills-Patriots game a, a lot. And, uh, obviously, I'm on the Buffalo Bills side of things here. Um, with this, uh, you know, the Monday game, we can get into more when it comes down to uh, on Sunday night's show into Monday morning. So we'll just focus in on the weekend games here. I think Raiders-Bengals is very intriguing. Um, you know, the Raiders have overcome a lot this year 
And I give them a ton of credit. I really do. They have battled. This is a team that has defied some expectations. They, um, you know, they, they went through the whole John Gruden situation and then the Henry Ruggs situation. They lose their tight end and best offensive player, Darren Waller, for a five-game stretch to end the year. And they're in the playoffs. They beat the Chargers, final game of the season. And it's been very impressive. You know, I can't deny what Las Vegas has done this season. They're going to need Josh Jacobs to be a beast here in this game. They're going to need him to keep possession away from the Cincinnati Bengals. They're also going to need their defense to come up with some big plays. You know, Max Crosby is going to have to have a real big-time performance here. But ultimately, I think, I just think that Cincinnati is too talented. I really do. And could Vegas overcome like an early scoring uh, burst from Cincinnati, who I definitely think jumps out to the early lead? Could they overcome it and and fight and and, and really with a win probably give Rich Passaccia this job? I, I mean, I think right now it's either it's iffy. Like if they didn't make the playoffs, for sure. They're hiring a head coach. And they could still, like Jim Harbaugh's name is out there. There's a lot of names that are out there. So they could very well still bring in a new head coach. But the fact that they got into the playoffs is like now making this thing iffy. That Passaccia could actually keep this job. They win this game on Saturday. Rich Passaccia is their head coach. You don't lead this team into the playoffs and then win a road playoff game and not keep that job. Interim tag removed. He's the head coach. So maybe they rally around them. Maybe they find you know, their way in, into the, the, the win column here. And then they're going on the road and keeping the playoff dreams alive. What I see happening, though, as I break this game down, is Cincinnati jumps out to an early lead. Cincinnati has a double-digit lead late in the game. The Raiders, who have shown no quit this entire season, they come back. They come back and they score, but need an onside kick to get the ball back and score again because it'll be a two-possession game. So maybe they'll be down three scores. No, they'll be down two scores. They score to make it a one-possession game. Kick the onside kick. They don't get it. Game over. They lose by six. And that would mean a Bengals cover. 
Yeah. That's kind of where I know it's a cop out, but it's kind of where I'm going with this. Like, I, this could be a 13 point lead for the Bengals, or maybe even a 14 point lead. And 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 Basaccia does the whole analytics thing, even though he's an old school guy. But maybe they do the whole go for two down 14. But I think um, I, I think the Bengals do take this one. And if you're looking at like a touchdown prop. Like, yeah, Jamar Chase is going to be hard to stop. I think that there's going to be a lot of focus on Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And there will be a lot of maybe blitzing um, or maybe just some coverage packages and whatnot to try and get Joe Burrow off to try and limit Jamar Chase's playmaking ability. And the guy who I think has the impact for the Bengals in this game is going to be Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon will be the difference in this game. Joe Mixon will be the reason why the Bengals win this game over the Raiders. The last time that these two teams played Back in November, Joe Mixon had 30 carries for 123 yards and two touchdowns. You want to talk about a dominating performance. Wow. 123 yards and two touchdowns on 30 carries. Now, they were coming out of the bye, so they were rested. But you know what? Last week was kind of like a mini bye for the the Bengals because their stars didn't play. So, a little fresher coming out of the bye almost like they were last time coming out of the bye. Joe Mixon's going to get fed. And the Raiders showed a couple, you know, a couple months ago that they could not stop him. And I don't see them stopping him again. As much as I want to take the points with the Raiders, as much as I feel like this has been a great story and it would be an even better story if they won and they continued, Cincinnati Bengals feel different. They just feel like a team that they're not going to win the next round. They're not going to go to the championship game. You know, you're not winning. And look, they're going to be in Tennessee unless the Patriots upset the Bills. They'll be in Tennessee. I still don't think the Bengals win in Tennessee. But at home, with that crowd, that's, it's going to be a celebration. Party time in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow says no one's getting COVID because there ain't nothing to do in Cincinnati. They're not going out. They'll be partying at that stadium on Saturday afternoon into Saturday night as the Bengals win in front of their fans. And it'll be because of Joe Mixon. And I do think they cover the line of five. They win by six. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air. 
S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we'll be joined by Claudia Balafato from WinBet as we break down more of this super wild card weekend in the NFL. This is The Look Ahead right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcasts. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vcin.com slash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They are all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Joined now by Claudia Balafato from WinBet and Blue Wire Podcast. And Claudia, when it comes to Super Wild Card Weekend, I don't know how many different ways you've looked at all of these games. I mean, I'm starting to get dizzy for the amount of uh, <laughs> studying that I've been doing on all of these games right now leading up to Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I am too, and I'm so sick of backdoor covers, and I'm so sick of favorites getting upset. I want to stick to props, but of course, as you know, we have to pick some sides going into these different shows we have throughout the week. So teasers are my thing. I usually do better with those because you give yourself a little bit of an edge, so that's kind of where I'm headed, props and teasers. Okay, so if we're going for the teasers, now there was a big debate on Twitter the other day, maybe yesterday, my days were into each other, about how square it was to tease the Chiefs with the Bucks, or just the Chiefs in general. Forget about what other side. I'm on the Bucks with the Chiefs. Uh, you can tell me yeah. where you are as well. But for me, the Kansas City Chiefs are not losing this football game. The Kansas City Chiefs have an average margin of victory of 6.7 points this season. If I can get them to 6.5 to avoid any potential of a backdoor, especially when you consider that they're probably going to take starters out in the fourth quarter. I don't care if it's square. I'm doing it, Claudia. I'm on it. <laughs> no, you're right. You're you're so right. First of all, yes, 100%. I mean, the Steelers should not even be in this game. Big Ben even said that. When your own quarterback is saying we really shouldn't be here, I'm not sure how we're here. Let's just go out and have some fun. That either means two things, right? He's going to go out, he's going to sling it until his arm falls off, or he's going to throw 45 picks. I'm clearly guessing that the Steelers don't win, but I do say it's going to be somewhere in between. Um, so I'm going to take the Chiefs first half because you're right. They could end up taking starters out in the end, uh, just laying seven in the first. I love that. The Steelers are a bad team in general, but especially in the first half. The Chiefs lead the league in opening drive touchdowns. They've scored a first quarter touchdown in each of the final 10 games. And it's the opposite case, total opposite end of spectrum for the Steelers. They've scored only one first half touchdown in the last seven games of the season. Like you said, yeah, sure, it's a square bet. But how could you not? It feels like free money. And like you said, you, you might be afraid of the backdoor cover if they take their starters out. That's why I'm saying the first half play might be a little safer. 
But how could you not? When you look at this late, it's tough when you have two good teams up against one another. But you have a Super Bowl contender and a team that shouldn't even be here. That seems like an easy pick for me. Yeah. So is the Bucks the other side of that teaser for you, getting them down to a below a field goal? Yes. And I've been going back and forth on this, and I think because I've talked to a lot of people who are on the Eagles, but I still feel confident about this. It is a strength versus strength situation. You have the Eagles with one of the best run games, but the Bucs have a solid run defense. They're allowing the third fewest rush yards. I do think the Eagles have an edge when it comes to the run game, but you have Miles Sanders who is coming back. He's been out for two weeks. You wonder how that's going to affect his ball security. As much as I do think that the Bucs can cover the original spread again, I'm going to play it safe. The Bucs should get it done while they're banged up. They're getting healthier. They're getting Fournette back. They're getting Bernard back. So they're going to have the run game going. The offense is averaging just under 34 points a game in the last three. And I don't take into like I don't take home field advantage into too much consideration. But when you have a strong trend, you got to mention it. They have mostly clean slate at home, seven and one. The one loss to the Saints. We all know Tom Brady and the Saints. It's like his biggest fear. Uh, but they won the rest by an average of twenty points per game. Yeah, uh, spread Again. spread now up it. to nine and a half. Yeah, and I mean this is Tom Brady, right? He's not going to let his team, the defending champions, get knocked out. This early by a team, again, that shouldn't really be here, gifted this super wild card spot. So the Chiefs and the Bucks feel like easy ones to me here. Is, is there an underdog that you would feel comfortable pushing up with a standard six-point teaser? It's a team, and it makes me afraid, as you know, like when all, the public is on one side, it makes you want to fade it. But the Niners, I love mm. getting nine with them. It seems like the whole world is on them. But I'm not going to take them straight up again to get them over a touchdown. And it's funny because I've been high on the Cowboys pretty much all season. And now they're finally healthy. I keep saying they have all the pieces they need to be great. So once they're healthy, they'll start winning games. But they're just inconsistent. I think they're a bigger threat here than people are making them out to be. That's why I'm going to tease the Niners here. But I lean the Niners because of how consistent they have been. They've won and they've covered in four of the last five, including wins against the Rams and a very good Bengals team. Number one in red zone efficiency, number one in the NFL in yards per play and non-garbage time. The offense is strong. They have a strong run game. They have a strong run defense. Devo Samuel, any, any team with Devo Samuel on there is going to have a strong offense in general. There's a lot to love about this team, but I will say, I definitely trust Dak more than I trust Jimmy G as much as I love Jimmy G as a Patriots fan. You know, we loved him in new England, but his affinity for interceptions definitely worries me. Uh, so if you want to prop here, if you don't want to take a side, I'm definitely going to hit the over on his interception. prop. <laughs> I think I saw it. Like it's under one. It's half at minus minus one thirty. Like I would take that all day. I'd take it over one. However, going back to the Niners, uh, Dak's not going to have an easy time because the Niners pass rush is one of the best. They have the second most sacks in the NFL. So there's a few options I do like here. Again, I think the Cowboys are a stronger team than a lot of people are letting them on to be this week. So that's why I'm going to tease the Niners in this spot. But I guess I'm going to join the crowd here. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about the props. Uh, which ones have jumped off the page to you so far for this wild card weekend? So I'm looking at Hertz and I'm looking, like I said, Big Ben over at Kemp's. Um, I just think he's going to go out there and like he said, he's just going to have fun. They're going to have to keep up. I didn't see any number set for that yet, but 
whatever the attempt is at, I'm probably just going to take it over. I'll probably look to Gronk for any time touchdown. I was looking at his yards. Um, I haven't seen a number that I love yet for any time touchdown, but I just think with, like I said, the Bucks are getting healthier, but limited receivers with AB and Godwin out. I always like Gronk for any time. And then Hurts over rushing. So it's 49 and a half. It's high in general, but for him, it's really not. He's averaging just over 50 to a game. He's hit this over in six of the last nine. And the Bucs are giving up the fourth most rush yards to quarterbacks. And it's all mindset too, right? The next game's not guaranteed. They really have nothing to lose. I just see him going out there, letting loose, running the ball, passing it if he has to. But we know with him that he can run it. So I like that uh, over rushing for him as well. You know, one that, that I kind of like and uh, you know we could talk about your Patriots here and how they're going to defend Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills but I'm going to look at a Josh Allen rushing prop and maybe an anytime touchdown for Josh Allen the first time these two teams played in that crazy win game I'm screaming at the television (laughs) why doesn't Brian Dable have more designed runs for Josh Allen he had six carries in that Mm -hmm. game and the bulk of that came later in the game in the fourth quarter the second time they played the Patriots though he ran the ball 12 times And I think that's going to be the formula for success in the frigid temperature up in Orchard Park for the Bills to beat the Patriots is if they utilize Josh Allen's legs. So I'm going to be looking at a Josh Allen rushing prop. Yes, and I'm a Patriots fan, and I watch these two games very closely. And you're right. The the one thing for me with the Bills all season long was that they were one-dimensional. They were so strong in the passing game, but they didn't have a run game. Now that they do, and especially with their quarterback, that makes them a much bigger threat. And I was on the Pats the first game around, and I felt lucky to be getting the points, but that's because weather was such a big factor. New Englanders are praying for snow here, but that should not be the case when you're you know, looking at a team. It, it comes down to the strengths, and I think that the Bills are just stronger on both sides of the ball. The Patriots looked really good for a stretch, but – Leaning on the run game, like I mentioned, being one-dimensional, which now the Patriots have fallen into that category. So just leaning on the run game, leaning on the defense can only win so many games. And then if you look at the Patriots' pass defense, too, it's supposed to be one of the best up there with the Bills. But in the last matchup, like you mentioned, Josh Allen had a big, big game on the ground, but he also put up 314 passing yards. So they sort of attacked the Patriots at all angles. The Patriots have been playing pretty messy with penalties, lots of mistakes. I want to say that it's going to be closer than the last game was, but I won't be shocked. You know, Mac Jones has fallen off a little, which I don't blame him. You know, enough with the Mac Jones slander. He's a rookie, right? (laughs) And when he was doing so well and he was leading all rookies, there was a reason. Yes, he was put into a very good system to be successful. Last four games, under 60% completion, five interceptions. Now everyone's ragging on him. This isn't shocking, people. He He's a rookie quarterback coming into a brand new system, new young offense. This was expected. Um, but, you know, when you look at this game, it's a tough ask for him to, to compare yeah, to Josh Allen. So I don't think so. I got to well. go, Bill. Claudia, this yeah. is great. Uh, thank you so much. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll do it again soon. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. There she is, Claudia Bellafato from WinBet and Blue Wire Podcasts. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Beeson has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all-new Big Game Big Dance special provides Vsin plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best bets emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game, and College Hoops betting guides, plus full access to vsin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Visit vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. We talked some props with Claudia last segment, and uh, I wanted to go over some more props that I like for this upcoming Super Wild Card weekend. And let's just start with game number one. And that's going to be the Cincinnati Bengals and the Las Vegas Raiders. And I've already touched on it briefly by explaining how the Bengals needed to win this game. And it was going to be riding Joe Mixon. And so I think when you look at what Joe Mixon did to this Raiders team the last time that they played, also him, you know, Coming off of a mini buy here, getting so getting a breather last week, which which like all the stars did, and we saw what the Bengals did to the Raiders in that game coming off of a buy. I think looking at an over on a Joe Mixon rushing prop is the way to go here, because it's not just about his effectiveness against the Raiders the last time they played and the effectiveness that I expect him to have once again. But I also believe that the Bengals will be winning in this game. And so if they're winning, they're going to be running the football to milk the clock. More touches for Joe Mixon. I think he gets over 100 here. He's at prop around 79 or so. I like an over on Joe Mixon rushing in this game. And on the flip side, in the same game, I would then, because of game script, because of how I think it's going to play out, I would look at possibly a Derek Carr pass attempts over uh, because I do expect them to be trailing. And so if they're trailing, they're going to have to be throwing. And so I would look at some passing props for Derek Carr going into this matchup with the Bengals. So I'd like, in this game, Joe Mixon over rushing totals and then Derek Carr passing numbers if you want to go total completions, 
uh, total pass attempts, you know, even total yards. I think with them losing, I think he'll have to be throwing the football. Now, the last time these two teams played, Derek Carr only threw for 215 yards. He had a touchdown and an interception. That was the 32-13 win by the Cincinnati Bengals. He was 19 of 27 in that game. So uh, something to keep an eye out. But the way that it's the playoffs, it's do or die. Obviously, fourth quarter, you're trailing. You're going to be throwing. So I would take a look at some Derek Carr passing props. And then I would take a look at the Joe Mixon uh, rushing. That's the what I, That's what I like here for that first game. For the second game on Saturday, the Patriots and the Bills, I talked about it with Claudia. I'm on Josh Allen rushing numbers. Uh, The first time they played, he only had six carries. I thought that was a mistake, especially given the conditions for them to go out there and try and force the ball through the air. I think the second game was more indicative of what you're going to see. The second game these two teams played, he ran the ball 12 times. And I think that's the key number here. If Josh Allen has double-digit rush attempts, I think the Bills will be successful here against the Patriots. And especially when it gets down to the goal line, goal-to-go situations, there's going to be designed runs for Josh Allen. As far as like a touchdown scoring prop, you know, it's going to be like Diggs or Josh Allen. And I would take the plus money on Josh Allen to score a touchdown more so than Stephon Diggs. Because right now, let me see if it's even up here. On DraftKings, Diggs is plus 140, Josh Allen plus 180, anytime touchdown. So I actually really like the plus 180 on Josh Allen, anytime touchdown score up on DraftKings right now. Uh, And in the first game, if you're looking for a touchdown score, I think Joe Mixon finds his way into the end zone for sure. Moving along to uh, Sunday's games uh, for the Eagles and the Bucks. The weather is going to be a factor here, it looks like. There could be wind. There could be rain. That might take me away from some of the Brady props. Uh, If Leonard Fournette plays, and right now um, he did return to practice. So if Leonard Fournette plays... I would take a look at some of his rushing numbers. Um, I think the Bucks can probably maybe not lean on Fournette in this one just because it could be his first game back from the injury. So they might spread it around a little bit. You're going to see some, you know, maybe Le'Veon Bell get some carries. Um but certainly you're going to get Ronald Jones, little Keyshawn Vaughn action. I mean, depend. I don't know who's going to be active. If, if Leonard Fournette's active, one of those running backs is not going to be. So that would be something to keep an eye on. I might be cautious on some of the Brady overs or some of the receiving overs. I do think Mike Evans is going to score a touchdown, right? You know, Gronk would be a touchdown scorer that I would look at as well. Uh, he's minus 105. But Evans minus 110, Leonard Fournette's minus 150. So if he plays, he's going to get the rock in the goal line, and you know people are going to bank on that. But I, there's a lot of uncertainty with him with the injuries, so I wouldn't really go on 
Fournette to score. I would bank on Mike Evans to score a touchdown in this one. Um, he's going to find his way into the end zone. Jalen Hurts rushing prop could be something to take a look at. Uh, Jalen Hurts this season, uh, he's the leading rusher for the Philadelphia Eagles, by the way. But this season, um, you just look at his game logs, right? Uh, against um, Washington, the last time he played, because he didn't play against the Cowboys' final game of the season, seven carries, 44 yards. Uh, and then uh, before that, eight for 38. But he's also had games where, against New Orleans, 18 carries, 69 yards, three touchdowns. Oh, against Washington, by the way, eight for 38 and two touchdowns. He had against Denver, 13 carries for 55 yards. Against the Chargers, 10 for 62. Against Detroit, 7 for 71. 13 for 61 against Vegas. The last time they played the Bucs earlier this season, he had 10 carries for 44 yards and two touchdowns. So I would take a look at Jalen Hurts' rushing numbers. Um, I think that he might feel a little bit of pressure here in this game. I do expect them to be losing. It's the playoffs. It's They're on the road, and Tom Brady's on the other sideline. Uh, maybe Jalen Hurts tries to do a little bit too much himself. And um, if the pass rush gets to him, he might have some happy feet and try and take off and, and take off and run and try and make the play on the ground rather than make the play through the air. So I do like a Jalen Hurts rushing prop in this game. 49ers, Cowboys, say it with me now, Debo Samuel. If this guy doesn't score, I don't know who if the 49ers score. I mean, he's their offense. He is absolutely the 49ers offense. So I'd be looking at some Debo props. Steelers, Chiefs, I mean, pick your, just pick it. Kelsey, Hill. Uh, I think Kelsey scores a touchdown. That's a safe bet for me in that one. Um, and then Monday night, it's all about Cooper Cup. And then I'd look at Kyler rushing numbers as well for uh, the Cardinals. So that's just a glance at some of the props for this super wild card weekend in the NFL. You guys can tweet at me. At Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. If there's a prop bet out there that you like or that one that you're going to be waiting to see what opens up to be playing for this super wild card weekend. Again, uh, we can go through some of the touchdown scores that I like if you want to do one of those things uh, up on DraftKings or whatnot. But really, um, there are some good spots here for some good prop bets on this weekend's card. Once again, I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. It's S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We will continue to break down Super Wild Card Weekend. We'll go official plays, ATS, and teasers for all of the games and more. This is The Look Ahead here on VC. This is beast. This is beast. This is beast. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.